Wonderful and delicious. Welcome to Secret Famous. It's so good to be here. It's uh, September. It's the 22nd of September today, 2020. We're all hanging in there. It's kind of like back to biz September. Also super not back to biz, but that's just the way it is right now. We're all hanging in there. Uh, I'm doing a bit of cat sitting and in conjunction with my next guest, Casey Williams, who was up from Johnson City, Tennessee, and she was cat sitting. And now I'm cat sitting for the cats. Uh, And I was like, oh my God, this is a great opportunity to feature the wonderful Casey Williams, I'll get my book, Um, because she babysit the cats, and now I'm babysitting the cats, and that is really that. We're hanging out at the beach, looking at the water. It's all good. I really don't have too much to say. I'm going to keep this short, keep it tight, just get right into it. Uh, This first track is suddenly super beautiful. Casey is an inspiring cat, a hilarious cat. She's just a work whipper. She's just going on tour. She's quitting jobs. She's moving everywhere. She's touring Europe. She's fascinating. She's the inspiration. And I knew that going into this. So again, Casey, thank you for taking the time. And uh, yeah, I got to go feed the cats. Got to clean up their litter. I like cats. I like animals. They're cool. They're fun. I'm hanging out with them. I'm like, what's up, cat? And it's at the beach. I'm going to the beach anyway. Got a little cold. It's going to get warm again. Surf is pumping. Let's get out there and get wet, ladies and gentlemen. Although my old man body, I'm working it out. I'm stretching out Casey and I were both talking about her injuries. Oh, man. Remember when you're a little kid and you're like, all they talk about is going to the doctors. And then now, and I'm not saying you, Casey. I'm just saying normal people. And you talk, and you're like, yeah, check out this doctor. This is weird. Or work out my shoulders or my knee's weird. Whatever. Try and forget about that stuff. Aren't we all? Ladies and gentlemen, please take care of your goddamn self. Wear your mask. Keep your immunity up. Keep your booze into an all-time high or an all-time low, depending on how you're feeling. Who cares? You're, you're perfect just the way you are, but you need a little bit of work. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mucho love. Thank you to Casey. And uh, yeah, we're going to go take care of the cats. Enjoy this podcast. This track is called Suddenly See You in No Time. Suddenly I'm not afraid anymore Suddenly my heart unlocked its door When I met you Suddenly I'm not confused by love Suddenly my sky's cleared up All I see is you and me Nothing left to know All the pain, all the rain that brought me here I do it all over again, cry every tear Cause now I know that they all lead back to you And there's nothing 
sweet talk over coffee, making love after wine. I go through it all again, just to call you mine. gentlemen yes welcome to rockaway beach blessed and lucky to hang out on this beautiful little bit windy day with singer songwriter and i'm gonna call you life artist casey williams life artist yes <laughs> the crowd goes wild <laughs> they do because uh, i was like because you're like the sweetest human being ever like Oh, well, thanks. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So how are you doing, Casey, officially? Oh, that, I mean, that's a pretty loaded question. <laughs> like, wh in what area of life? No. Um, I'm, doing, I'm doing overall pretty good, actually. I'm happy to be here in New York. Yeah? I'm happy to be here. What like, I, so I've recently, re recently relocated to Tennessee, which you know that, right? Well. Kind of. Not I may really. know that, but maybe the audience doesn't know Okay, that, so. so I recently, <laughs> I was in NYC for 15 years. 15 years 15 of NYC. 15 years of NYC. Almost 16. Mm -hmm. June would have been 16. But anyway, um, I, well, decided to move back to Johnson City, which is my hometown, to be closer to my mother. And uh, 
I decided to make that move in February and was supposed to move out of my apartment March, like 21st, which was my birthday. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And so I, uh, I didn't come back till actually May and I moved all my stuff out still during COVID, but whatever. So anyway, this is my first time back in New York City without my own place. Yeah, wow. And on my GPS, I'm like driving and it says, welcome to New York, Carol. That's what I call my G- GPS. She says, welcome to New York. <laughs> and I just start weeping. <laughs> I was like, I oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> That's like pretty beautiful moment. It yeah. was. It welcome was to New York. You just... I'm just bawling. I'm like, I'm so happy to be here. So uh, actually, I'm I'm doing well. I'm by the beach. Great. So it feels good to be back in New York. Of but, course. Well, so you're, it, it seems as though your timing uh, for this move is impeccable. Actually, I will say. Right? Were you like, like I not told, in the city. <laughs> I, I know. Not in the lockdown. I was like going center of COVID. Yeah. back and forth and back and forth. I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. And then COVID hit. And I was like, all right. Cool. It, uh, well, perfect. Yeah, like you, like I think great you timing. nailed it. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah. like the universe being like, right decision. Right decision. And so was this prompted because you've become quite the road dog and you were like, you know what? I'm on the road. Why am I playing, paying for a spot in New York? That, yeah, yeah. Or was it family motivated? It was family combination? Mo- family motivated. And yeah, I think um, it was definitely family motivated. But, um, but you're right. Like I just, with touring, you can be anywhere anywhere and anywhere live way cheaper than and New live York. way yeah, cheaper like, and i i kind of hit this moment where i was like i'm tired of struggling yeah, yeah. not that not to say that <laughs> and then covid hit and it's like <laughs> oh yeah now you can't do anything In with fact, your music there's no gigs yeah <laughs> no you work. can't even play gigs <laughs> on the road anymore yeah so, so that's been an interesting shift but yeah i feel like i just hit this moment i was like i love new york so much but like I don't, I want to, and I think, I feel like there's like a deep knowingness that eventually maybe I'll come back, but I'm going to be loaded when I, when that happens. (laughs) Like (laughs) like, I'm going to be like penthouse in it. Like forget it. You know, I'm not, I'm not coming back to struggle and, and, you know, sling drinks anymore, which is fine. It's a great job, but it doesn't pay your New York, New York rent very well. Well, I mean, my my godmother, who lived in New York and left in 1984, she said, New York City is the best city in the world and you can do anything you want if you have money. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. So, best education, best food, best experiences, but yeah, it, it is a very, very, very expensive city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, I came back in February to play some gigs before I like officially moved and I have recently been juicing celery Oh, yes. Some people are way but, into that. Yeah, I'm totally into it. But I didn't travel with my juicer that time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I went and bought a celery. It's all, that's all it was. It wasn't anything extra. It was $8. I was like, are you kidding me? Wait, we're, we're like, the Whole Foods in the Lower in, East Side? Like, where did you buy Astoria, the celery? In in like a little juicer place. Oh, I was like... Dang, and then, you know, you feel like you got a tip, too. So I'm like, this is 10 bucks for a freaking grass water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I made the right decision. (laughs) Yeah, that is so true. I I was just uh, playing with some musicians two nights ago, and none of them lived in New York. 
And yeah, they're all road dogs like you. They were like, you can't, they live in like, I, you know, like the Berkshires and all that. And they were like, it's yeah. so much cheaper. I can leave and mm-hmm. not lose all my money on my rent. You know, yeah, so I totally, totally get it. And I can park easily you can park that was one thing when i when i came back in february i was like are we allowed to curse on here of course this is this is explicitly fuck this place (laughs) (laughs) like you're driving around for like an hour and a half looking for stupid parking and then you get a ticket and i'm like i i'm done i mean i definitely you you did your 15 i mean that's you got your 10 official status (laughs) then you did an extra five and you were like okay yeah this is not this is not for me right now the parking sitch kind of put me over the edge (laughs) (laughs) so you're like i'm out we're out (laughs) we're we're done so but you grew up in johnson city i grew up in johnson city yeah so tell me about this city Tell me about the city like I know nothing about the city because I actually know nothing about you Johnson nothing City except about, that it's, it's in Wagon Wheel. Wagon wheel. Yeah, of course. Okay. I know, I know. Yeah, this is all people from Johnson City here. You wow. know what, though? I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people know Johnson City from A, that song, but also a lot of musicians because you have to drive through it to get to like Knoxville or Nashville. It's all on the same interstate. So I feel like a lot of people okay, drive so through there. I've or definitely drive driven by through there. it then. Because yeah. I've played Knoxville, I've mm-hmm. played Nashville, mm-hmm. I've not played Johnson City. Yeah, so Johnson City is a part of the Tri-Cities, which is Johnson City, Bristol, and Kingsport. And it's like, it's a small town. It's Johnson City in the past five years has gotten a lot better, I guess, for lack of a better word. <laughs> Vocabulary's Be- never been my strong Scott. suit. Better. better. Or no, maybe it's cool. have you changed? Yeah, I mean, it used what do you to mean, be better? jobs. To, people are moving there. People are moving there um, because it's affordable. It's beautiful. It's right at the base of Buffalo Mountain, and like it's it's the weather's nice oh. and it's green. And um, now they're forever growing up there. The downtown was just such a shoddy place, and now it's got like breweries and they a whole outside park and. It's coming up. I think that they've decided because it's only an hour from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, well. So, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that drive from Asheville to Johnson City is beautiful. And so I feel like they finally were like, hey, why don't we capitalize on some of this Asheville tourism? It's like, duh. How long did it take you to, to think about that? So now they've started to open up some more restaurants and bars and... And even like the music scene, like within Kingsport, Johnson City, Bristol, um, it's pretty. I, I'm I was shocked at like kind of how much is going on over there. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, is and there, it's a cool community of people too. Yeah, uh, is it like a collegiate vibe? Is there a college there? Or yes, is it, there yeah. is. There's a uh, university in Johnson City, East Tennessee State University, and I think they actually have a really good medical program. Yeah. So, yeah, people are coming there, man. I mean, I believe you. I, I'm not saying no. Yeah. I, is it? Does it have the Burlington, Austin, Boulder, Asheville vibe where there's like a bunch of barefoot children and you can pay for a sandwich with a song, like that kind um, of thing? Or it's is it, not as crunchy, It's no, not as crunchy? It's definitely little not as crunch? crunchy. Because it's a mountain town? It's starting to get a little bit more crunch, a little bit more progressive. Well, you moved in. You were like, yo, like, where's I my brought, celery juice? Yo. I brought the crunch with my <laughs> celery juice. <laughs> I'm gonna open up a celery yeah. juice stand You're and be like, juice stand, "No yeah. shirt and shoes required." I need an organic laundry mat, and where's my lemongrass shots? All right, yeah, yeah. exactly. 
<laughs> that's yeah. rad. Well, yeah. that's so I it's mean, cool. You have to come and visit sometime. It, it is a pretty, pretty place to live. Oh, I bet it's gorgeous. Yeah, it is. It's. It's different. I mean, it's definitely a big shift from New York, you know, but... Yeah, but it sounds like it's been a pleasant experience, right? Yeah, and I have seven, six nephews and a niece, and so, like, being close to them is kind of nice. Yeah, that's super nice. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, so, it's it's good. And it, my friends in that area, you can, like, there is a whole ring of touring and work, like this this whole Southwest kind of yeah. sphere. You got Atlanta, Charleston. I mean, I don't know Knoxville, what that tribe is Nashville. like. Knoxville, Nashville, like Charleston, Savannah, like Savannah's I mean, cool as hell. Yeah. Savannah's awesome. I think it's like a five hour drive from Johnson City to yeah. Savannah, which, as you know, in the touring world, is like sweet. That's great. You, you do that in your sleep, I bet. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, there's in Charlotte and... Charlotte. Charlotte's a good one. Um, so there is definitely... I, I do feel like it's probably more centrally located than... Like, especially in my touring, the most of the stuff that I do, I don't actually do a lot of Northeast stuff. So it is more Southeast or West. So, I mean... It's kind of your zone. Yeah. Yeah. When it's- that starts up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be more centrally located so I can tour. Oh, wait. In 2024. (laughs) Oh, that. Oh, Casey, you're making my heart. I know. Oh, 2024. (laughs) I keep trying to keep a positive light. You know, I'm like, all right, you know, in six months. Because I was just thinking about it like, okay, you know, 9 11 happened and we all readjusted. We changed our lives. Mm -hmm. We. And then, right, like, you're like, everybody's hanging flags. Everybody's like, whoa, America. And then, like, yeah, two years later, it was, like, back to business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that's what I'm trying to, because that's, like, the massive crisis we lived through, right? Like, it's like. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's spending less money. Everybody's being a little more compassionate. Like, oh, live music is so important, right? But I'm sure in, like, yeah, okay. By 2024, when things are totally back (laughs) to normal, everybody's going to be like, Let's go. I got to book this goddamn tour. I got to get you this gig. I where's I need this We're going to be the most motivated or lazy. <laughs> it's, it's like, gonna we're not ba- going to know how to do it. If I was looking at that on the way down. I was like, you know, it's going to just be back to business. We're, we're, we're crunching through it right now, but I'm yeah. telling you, no, this is it's like, going to be fine. I, it's going to be fine. In fact, I'm currently scheduled to do a tour in Europe mm. at the end of April, beginning of May. So I'm like keeping my fingers crossed for that. Cause like the travel part of it too, I don't, I don't know. I mean, my booking agent over there was like, well, if it doesn't have if like we can't do it by then, like there's not going to be any venues left to do it. So <laughs> I think it's going to be fine. I think yeah, it's going to be great. Positive. I We're, think it's going to be great. So talk to us about your first European tour before we get killer amped up for this. So this is your, this will be your second. This will be Euro my tour, second. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we did, um, Netherlands and Germany. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I <laughs> had the best touring experience of your entire life. I mean, I love touring anyway, but like it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool for a lot of reasons. A, I can I can say that I've been touring in Europe, and that yeah. just sounds international. Cool. Yeah, that just the coolness factor of it is like great. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I got hooked up with this booking agent over there and who's really well connected in Netherlands and Germany. And so I went over there with my tour partner, Carrie Welling, cause we do a lot of tours together. So it was like a co-bill, mm-hmm. um, three weeks and we just hopped around and like, 
the music scene there and the people there, it's very different than it is here. Like, not once did I have to, like, ask an owner to settle up money. They just, like, not as once, soon right? as we yeah. were done, the check was in our hand. Of mm-hmm. course, we got paid to play everywhere, which was, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and and, what? The, and then, like, the promotion side of it, because, like, I guess no one really knows us there anyway, so they're aware of that. But, like, not once did we have an, uh, anyone be, like, you know, where ticket sales or uh, if if the place wasn't packed, they were almost apologetic about it. Like, sorry, we didn't get more people here for you. I'm like, this is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Did they feed you, let you have drinks, and Fed put us. you up? So feed us, drink us. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> they feed us, they drink us. No, yeah. they feed us, they drink us, and... Um, <laughs> Like, probably 75% of them put us up if they had a spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that was awesome. It was just, like, they really cater to you, and they're, like, so appreciative of artists and meeting new people. And, I mean, we played this... (laughs) We played... Our last gig was in this, like, town of 400. It was crazy. But the venue was awesome, and it was on the border of Belgium, and Netherlands are they yep. are they right next to each other? They are. They're totally right because you have to go through but, the Netherlands to get to Belgium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we had people from Belgium at the show, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, people are coming from different countries." <laughs> it's like basically being like someone came from like North Carolina from, yeah. to Tennessee. Like it's yeah. not a big deal, but like, I was like, "We've got multiple side. countries here." So yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I it, to re- I remember. Th- uh, all of the things, but when I did a small town in Germany, I remember being like, ah, this is going to be, you know, whatever, some small town. But those were by far the way better gigs than the urban big city centers. Oh, 100%. People were out. You're hanging out with them. They're like, you know, it wasn't the urban cosmopolitan mm-hmm. thing. It was mm-hmm. like, dude, we're just hanging out at a farm. Yeah. And everybody is psyched and everybody knows each other. Yeah. So I'm the clearly, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. they had like a big family style dinner after our show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that people like came and signed, they could like include that in their ticket price. Yeah. I was like, this is so awesome. So this unlimited awesome. like home cooked food. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. <sighs> Yeah, I after after Europe, it pretty much spoils American touring, where they're like, "Yeah, you drank seven PBRs, so you owe me ten bucks." And you're like, <laughs> exactly. "What? Wait, wait, like, exactly." Just saying my heart out for four hours, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, you yeah. can't give me a couple two dollar beers. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus, you know you're charging me for the bucket of PBRs. Yeah, you're yeah. like, God damn. I know. We we came straight back to Florida to do a festival and a couple shows down there from Europe, and it was like. Immediately when we got back, the venue hitting us up being like, what about ticket sales? And they hadn't even like put up our information. I was like, guys. Yeah. But Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to go back and do that again. Yeah, I bet you are. Are you Mm -hmm. doing it with Carrie again? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so kill. Yeah, it's cool. We we do it well together, I feel like. And so it's just the two of you do back each other up, like play a guitar with each other? No, we do solo. Yeah. I mean, I and think if like I was a better musician, I could maybe do that for her. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Like, and do you guys, like, two-hour shows? Yeah, usually two to three hours. Like, it'll be, like, two sets or, like, a three-hour, you know, every once in a while, sprinkling yeah. a bar gig. But 
Because I feel like if I remember, I, no, I'm a little hazy on this, Casey, but it's like something in Europe is like, yeah, you do a set, another set, and then they did kind of like expect an encore, right? Am I remembering some, that correctly? Some places. It, it felt like there was this very standard protocol of what you do as an artist. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah, you do yeah, a set, yeah. then you take a break. Like, whereas here it can be like, well, there's nobody here, so uh, wait, why don't you wait two hours, and then, okay, people come at 11, and if you can hit at 11, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought it was just very much like, people will come at 7, you play at 7.30, you'll be done by 10.30, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Was that kind of yeah, the vibe? For yeah, for sure, like, it was definitely, and I, I never felt like we were going way over, like, it kind of kept to a schedule, for yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun times. Let me ask you, uh controversial question Uh my friend has a theory about touring in Europe that uh, did you start smoking cigarettes no you've never smoked I have okay yeah I have smoked I used to smoke up until like not too long after I moved to New York because when I came to New York I was like eight fucking dollars for a pack (laughs) of cigarettes I can get celery juice for that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I luckily just like it kind of just went away from me. But no, I I didn't smoke actually. There was one bar that we played in ha- Hamburg, which have you been to Hamburg? Yes. I freaking love that city. Can currywurst? So... Currywurst? Uh, what is that? What the hell's the beer there? Uh Astra? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I love that town. I love the that. The red town. light district? Did you yeah, walk down yeah, the red light where, district? Uh yeah. We went there, but... Um, I mean, that's probably not your thing, but I, still cool no, 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 to check I love out. It. I mean, I usually try to go pick up a little work while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> like, here after the gig, I got more gigs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tip jar was a little low tonight, so... <laughs> uh, but in that that venue in particular, it was kind of funny because we walk in, Carrie and I walk in, and it's like... Like, rock, clearly a rock and roll place. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, got our little acoustic guitars being like... Here's my song about love. <laughs> and we're like, this place is not going to be. And everyone is smoking. Like, you walk in. It was so intense that, like, while she was playing, I was, like, outside kind of gagging. It was so intense. There was oh, so yeah, much smoke. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. how am I going to sing in this? And no one's going to listen to us because we're playing, like, <clears throat> picking guitar songs. Yeah. And they freaking loved us. Oh. And it was, like, the biggest party. Like, But I did not smoke. I don't think. I mean, I definitely inhaled enough smoke that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my friend has a theory. I remember it was like three weeks into uh, in Germany before we went to Belgium. And and I was a smoker, like, in my 20s, and I stopped. And mm-hmm. then, like, you're in Europe, and just it's, it was so social, mm. and, like, everybody was smoking that I would be like, people would offer me one and I'd be like, I don't know, I'm in Europe. And then all of a sudden I'm buying my own cigarette. I'm like, this just creeped back. Wait, what's happening? What the hell? No, yeah. I'm smoking again. But you it know? is true. Everybody it, smokes. Like, everybody smokes. It's and crazy. I, I feel like a lot of it, 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 it can be a social thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're socially having a beer. Mm-hmm. You're socially having a cigarette. It wasn't like, I need this cigarette. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it yeah. Like, was it's like, just like, like a go habitual kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're mm-hmm. talking. Let's also yeah. smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I always, I always like to ask people who tour in Europe, like, did you start smoking? You started like, smoking, didn't you? <laughs> Did you? Because like, people come back from Europe and they're smoking. Like I'm like, dude, this isn't Europe. Like that's not cool here, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're judging you. But in Europe, it's like, oh, I'm yeah, smoking. Totally. Yeah. You're drinking Coca Colas. Coca Colas. I didn't have any Coca Colas either. Damn it! What's your Euro like? What's your? What? I also I mean, eat I like had all of the potato chips. Of beers. 
All right, I'm talking about Cokes. Uh, I'm, playing, I'm like, I drink I'm water and beer. <laughs> okay, I'm over here playing checkers. You're playing chess. I get it. So well, the beers are just out of control. The beers are great there. Yeah, yeah. it's so fun. The, <laughs> I'm not going to keep talking about Europe, but the where you order a beer, and mm-hmm. then they're like, okay. And then, like, as an American, you're like, well, where's my effing beer? You know what I mean? And they're like... They come with you, the per- the head and the whole, like, it's like a whole. It's a whole thing. I was like, I wanted my beer. And then you're like, oh, I see why I waited. And you're yeah, like, it's a presentation. <laughs> yeah, totally. There's a different glass for every type every of beer. Every beer has its own oh, glass I in Germany. Yes. that glass. Whatever comes in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be the right way to order. Yeah, right? I like the green leprechaun guy. <laughs> the That's got to really be good. really big mug. What comes in that? Oh, yeah. Are you going to hit some of the same towns, God willing, on your next Euro tour? I assume so, yeah. Um, is my phone ringing? Yes, I think it is. But um, sorry about that. It's all good. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that we'll definitely do some of the same ones because our booking agent was like, okay, which were your favorites? Like, are there any you maybe wouldn't want to go back to? And so I think he'll hit up like our preferred places and then maybe some more new ones. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. It's always good to go because we met so many people and so now going back and like being able to see those you know you connect with a lot of people when you do that that's the best part of being on the road yeah Yeah, it's like re-seeing these friends that it's an incredibly educated audience in europe i Mm -hmm. feel like totally and uh did they buy your merch you know like not really which both of us were a little bit um surprised by because i for some reason i just thought that they would be like super merch buyers. Um, granted, what's one your of, merch? What, granted, one of my merch items is a Taco Love Fest t shirt. <laughs> and there's barely and, any and Mexican like, food in Europe. Yeah, yeah, right. And so, like, I didn't know that. Like, I don't know why I didn't, like, think, like, oh, you're, Europeans don't really eat taco. Like, the first show I played, I was like, before I did my taco rap, I was like, <clears throat> anybody out there like tacos and margaritas? And it was kind of like crickets. And I was like, fish and chips I guess <laughs> I was like I just bought all of these Taco Love Fest t-shirts so I sold one t-shirt the whole time I was in Europe and it was to a woman whose best friend's husband's name was Taco oh my god dude. <laughs> and so I was like it's not even about the food is it <laughs> so <laughs> oh, but over that- there like the CD situation is kind of like it is here like you know everybody streams I know so what are you going to, yeah, it's like you, merch is such a funny thing. It's like particular to the artist and then particular to the audience. And like, mm-hmm. you got to like unlock this weird code. Yeah. Cause yeah, that is funny and yeah. a tragic, it's just <laughs> a t- tragic comedy. You only sold one shirt and the guy's name was Taco. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I, we sold some CDs for sure. But, yeah. um, do you have merch ideas like going? We're like, okay, you know what they need? They need lighters or yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, or like, that's what else a would a European one. buy for shits and giggles? I don't. I don't know. You I've got to think about it. You got to think about it because, like, I remember even a couple of years ago, like everybody was buying the um, little USB hard drives. Yeah, it's not even a thing anymore. You I know, know. What I mean? like, that was so short lived. That was such a short. Like, what is the cool merch now? You're in the know. Like, I don't. I'm not really in the know. Do you have stickers? Clearly. No, I don't have stickers. I never knew. I, I don't know. For some reason, the sticker situation for me, because I would never buy a sticker. 
I don't know where I put. St- I don't. I don't have stickers, so. Oh dang! I'd buy a Taco Love Fest T-shirt though. All right. See, I need to start catering to other people than myself. <laughs> I have stickers for everything. <laughs> really? So you're yes. a sticker guy. I See, love stickers. and some people are. Yeah, you a lot okay, of I'm going to I'm going to request that you get some stickers All for right, that. I'll get because some stickers. See, and the other thing about stickers is like you could be like, "Hey, give me a buck," and then you give them like way too many. And, and then, then they if it's like fr- and then you, if you just everywhere. dig someone, you're like, "Hey, just take my sticker." Yeah. I guess it's like promotion too. You can just stick them stick everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember do you, do you know Dan Torres? Of course. Yeah. Barely. Okay, but I, like he was a sticker dude, and I swear to you, like every block of New York City had like a had Dan sticker. Torres sticker. I was like, that's actually kind of smart. Super smart. Yeah. But he has like nine artist names, right? Like he, Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I can't remember what he is now. He's yeah, yeah. Sam's. Dan Torres is how I met him at the Red Lion like a million years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes, how yes, I originally. Yes. And I, I see him. him, and I'm like, oh, and then I like he, I feel like he even He's had, in Germany now. Is he really? Yeah, he's in Germany now. Did you learn a little German? Like. Um. Did you like learn a couple like if, stock if, phrases to like, yell at the Germans? If I did, yeah. it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Dewey Dewey. I think that's another. I think that's Dutch, though. Dewey Dewey. That might be like, Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all you have to do is know Shiza. Shiza. Yeah. They love scatological jokes. <laughs> and my nickname when I was in Germany, they called me. You know, maybe I'll botch this pronunciation, but. I can't even remember. But my nickname was uh, Aggressive Butterfly, like oh. Schmittling, Aggressive Schmittling or something like They're like, you're an aggressive butterfly. Like, an aggressive butterfly? Wow. I think because I was like loud and yelling at people, but then they realized that I'm actually like. That you're actually I'm a not, beautiful I'm not flying coming, moth. I'm not coming to like take anything. I'm just going to land on them and like, hey, I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm yeah. not, not going to suck your blood. Dude, that's, that's so, funny. I'm so psyched. And I. Oh, I I'm going to put positive energy into the atmosphere. I think it's going to go. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. You're going to fly. I was trying to convince a friend to just go now to Europe. I know we can't, and they Can completely we not, locked that down. But Oh, they did? It's like, I see, I don't know. It's completely locked down, though. I believe, so I had a friend who was going to try to study there, and they were like, this seems like the perfect time to go. There's no tourists. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, you can really see the country. I get a whole roll on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> out. Yeah, in a way it seems like the most perfect time to travel, but I uh, yeah. as soon as it opens up, you should fly over and be like, well, I'm already here. I guess we're doing this. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, Casey, I played people in with the track Suddenly. Oh. Tell us about this sweet little heart opening jam. I heard it. I was like, this is this is such a warm sweet song this is this Aww. is casey like this is good because you you have two characters you know what i mean you got taco rap which i wanted to play people out with yeah but yeah, yeah they'll meet your your heart the so- first the and then side. your fist yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my butterfly and then the aggressiveness <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my butterfly no um it's funny because this song is about like Love, obviously, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that moment where, so, you know, heartbreak sucks, like relationships sometimes are really difficult and getting out of them is really difficult. And then like you meet someone and it's like all of that other stuff makes sense. Like it it falls away. Right. And it's like, oh, it just is like, this is why. Of course, this is coming from a very single (laughs) point. <laughs> yeah, you know that one didn't last either. Yeah. 
you, so you were drunk on love. Drunk on love. One of just the most like, wow, this powerful kind of just, drugs in the world. It just open. It's like everything kind of opens up and makes sense, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that did that song just kind of come out in a stream of consciousness? Or? Yeah, 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 totally. I actually. It's funny how like you can remember. I don't know if you feel the same way. Do you ever remember like specifically where you're at? Sometimes with certain songs when you're writing them. Like emotionally or geographically or like, like all the things. Geograph, like where you're like at physically at. Like physically I can at, I can yeah. picture myself when I started writing the song. Like I was in my kitchen in my old apartment in a story. I like just remember that, you know. Interesting. Interesting. I know. Some songs are like that. Can I? Yes. Or how about this too? There's like you have an idea for a song. Maybe there's always a couple kind of songs bouncing around. But then when it like kind of for the the real like the birth of it, where you're mm-hmm. like, oh wait a second, this is actually a song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I can. I get those. I get those. <clears throat> that's how I know that I'm like. Like sometimes I'll be writing a song and I'll be kind of emotional, but I'll get this like feeling in my stomach and almost almost all the time when I'm writing like my more serious songs, like a, an emotional, I have an emotional moment. And I'm like, damn it. Now I have to finish it. It's like that. It's like, I just know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this one's going to be one that'll actually come to full birth. Yeah. And yeah. and I think what you're, you're saying too, you're like, I have to finish this song mm-hmm. for my own kind yeah. of like, therapeutic release right yeah, is that kind yeah, of, yeah totally yeah. that too yeah, yeah for sure you're like oh man this one's gonna be necessary and not easy but here we go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's cool here we go oh, I'm, see i'm always trying to like manufacture that state or like create mm. that state or like think about the things that inspired that state you mm. know what i mean like mm-hmm. Do you have things that like trigger the song? You're you're coming uh, for this super emotional, so you were punch drunk in love. But yeah, like, I feel like I I don't really know. It's like I don't know what my process is, but I but the process usually looks the same, which is it's not like a curated process. I'm not like okay, and now I have to write a melody. Mm. I'm usually just kind of messing around, and then like the it all kind of comes at the same time right the the song the words the melody like it all just kind of happens i'm not usually a music then melody then lyrics or like i i don't know or like even lyrics first it all just kind of like hodgepodge at the same time do you uh like voice record yourself on the phone and jam it out yeah, like that yeah. or, or are you the person who's constantly like you get a song you're every second you're like okay wait let me go work this thing out again or yeah no i voice record a lot because like typically i feel like like most songs if i start it and it's gonna and if and i finish it mm-hmm. it usually is it within like a week yeah so i'll keep like coming back to it and you know when you're in that when you when you get that when you get that inspiration it's like you know it's fleeting so you're like I, I gotta do this now <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's not gonna be there all the time so you're like I just as much as you can do like in that moment yes yes no that is true and if 
Have you ever done this one too, where like maybe you're trying to go to bed, but then you 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 have the inspiration, so you're like, I have to get up and yes. do this now because it won't be here it in the morning. Yeah, it's yeah. so annoying sometimes. You're like, Ugh! but yeah, that's some veteran stuff. That it's like you know that this this isn't these these are these are lucky little 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 mm-hmm. moments, and and a lot of mine come like at late at night too. So. It'll be 3 a.m. and I'm still like, oh, okay, you know, trucking along, like, can't let go of it. White knuckle it till six if I have to. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I'm always so fascinated in the process of any art, but yeah. Songwriting is particularly challenging because it is kind of the three things it's like lyrics, it's melody, it's chords, or the music, or your production. And it's like you're, trying to put all these kind of pieces together and there is literally no roadmap. Like, yeah. I can... We could give us someone a roadmap. Like, okay, write words and then what you do is you get Hum a melody. Out a melody. And, yeah, then put, exactly. and then we'll harmonize. Mm-hmm. But like, it just... It, it, it's such an individualized process that you have to try all these things. So I'm always totally, curious. yeah. Like, how... Yeah. I also wish I... Like, I don't... I'm not very disciplined in my writing. Like, you know, they say just show up and mm-hmm, inspiration mm-hmm. will meet you. Yeah. And I, I wish I had like a little bit better of like a, of a discipline with songwriting. Like every day I write for an hour or whatever. I journal a lot, but that's more of like me talking to my higher self. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is your songwriting but that process is your songwriting, though, right? That is songwriting too. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, that's, it's crucial to get that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And then it like kind of frees up those up. channels that yeah. you're like, oh, here's yeah. a other thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, uh, you know, the artist way, the book. Uh, I knew we were the, getting the there. The morning I, pages. Su- yes. The morning pages. That's her whole point to that was like, w- first thing in the morning, like dump it all out. Then you can be clear and for inspiration to come, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, did you, no. Did you, did you like religiously do the whole Julia Cameron artist way thing? I, so I feel like I've tried it maybe three times, but like not once have I actually gone all the way to the end or, or like maybe I got to the end, but I skipped a couple weeks, you know, Mm kind of thing. mm -hmm. But I did, I originally was in an artist way group cool and we all did it together and that for me was probably the best way to do it because i'm such like a pro like a processor like verbal processor so it was good to like do the things and then be able to talk about my experience you know yeah and know that i have a place to like show up to do it because like i said my discipline is like pretty lacking in most areas <laughs> of my life <laughs> i can relate yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but yeah how many people were in the group just so I'm curious, because that would be like pretty revealing. Like, it's yeah. very uh, like, uh, like I would, yeah, I, it was. I can't imagine this huge group. And you're like, so no, <laughs> no, it was like a handful of people. Yeah, yeah, it was strangers or your buddies. Um, buddies. I'm trying to f- remember. They were friends. I can't remember. I feel like maybe from. They may have been from like a church or something. I was going to at mm-hmm. the time. I don't remember. Were you younger? No, this was like years ago in New York. Like years ago in New York. Yeah. Probably before I actually before I was even doing music. When you were a thespian. When I was a thespian. And you did the actors. Maybe it led you to this place now as the mm-hmm. traveling troubadour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Cool. 
Yeah, I think so. I think it, because I remember, I feel like I remember the second time I did it, I was sort of toying with this idea of like music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just, but I was terrified of it. You know, I was like, no, I can't. I moved to New York to be an actress. And if I do that, then I'm cheating on that. I've sacrificed so much. Yeah. That you, you only have enough energy. F- you know, you have to put everything into it. Like we all think that like you, yes. you can't succeed unless you only focus on one thing in life, mm-hmm. which I subscribed to that for such a long time. And now I'm like, oh, fuck that. Now you're like, I don't want to just do one. Why would I just want to do one thing? Yeah. Right. Like, and, and kudos to people who that's their jam. But like, I, that never felt real for me. Like, and they do that in the theater world. It's like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to do theater? Do you want to do film? Well, both. (laughs) Why do I have to pick one? Yeah. Why? Like, why would you make this decision now? Yeah. So many super successful actors do do. So many different things. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to. And I think, honestly, I think it's probably better that way because you're not, everything isn't in that. Like, for me, I feel like when I was just doing the one thing, it was like all my self-worth was in there and like everything held so much weight. Whereas like now I've even started to be, to act again. And I feel like if I got back into that world, I wouldn't be so, I wouldn't be white knuckling it so much. Cause I'd be like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I have this other thing that I'm doing that's awesome and fun yeah. and creative, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. That's my personal opinion. No, I agree with you. I think that's... Well, it's a testament to you to make these transitions and make these jumps. It's so hard. So many people, I think, get in lock-in and like are like, well, I have this thing and I have mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. And if I don't do it the way that I envisioned it, then I, I'm not successful. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then I always like to think that, like, look, my decision to be a quote-unquote rock guitar player was the decision of a teenager. An 18-year-old made that decision. You know what I mean? So I have to accept this is, we're on a... We're on a journey We're on a path. Yeah. I'm not 18. I can do whatever Mm -hmm. I want now. Speak to us about your kind of, you know, your training as an actress and what inspired that. And So I actually actually remember the moment that I decided that I wanted to be an actress. And that was, I was a junior in high school and I was doing the musical Once Upon a Mattress and I was the princess. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, the, the, the like really awkward, like loud, obnoxious princess. Yes. <laughs> there was nothing classy about that character, um, which, you know, speaks to, to my personality. Yes. Um, but I do, I remember at one of the... Um, like the end of the show and, and the people were applauding, applauding. I was like, hmm, yep, this is what I want to do. I, it was just like so clear to me. Yeah. Of course, then like being in, you know, the South, it was like, well, you got to get a real degree and blah, blah. And so I still ended up going to college and getting a degree in communication studies, which I don't really know what that means, but... <laughs> More, I got a degree in socializing, I think. That was college for me. And <laughs> yeah. like a theater minor. But I didn't really train in acting till I moved to New York. And I did, like, I moved and I got, uh, got into a summer program at this place called the Actors Center in the city. And so I did, that was like a six-week program. So that was like, honestly, the extent of, and, you know, classes here and there. You're, but like, yeah. in terms of a degree or a master's or anything like that, like, Nah, I just no. learn, learn through experience, you know? Yeah. 
Well, I I think that's totally okay because I think most sure. of the <laughs> very successful actors I know are always like, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I'm acting at acting. Like, <laughs> like <I'm done. laughs> I mean, yeah. whatever. So you had the vision. You were like, I'm going to be, I'm doing acting. Mm-hmm. Um, then you studied communication. Did you go to college in the South too? I went to, yeah, Knoxville, University of Tennessee. You went to the University of Tennessee? Yeah, volunteers. Yeah. That's such a cool town, the volunteers. Yeah. That fun. is a super college town. Super college town, super party college. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's all, awesome. All the things. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm jealous of that experience. <laughs> like, I, I exactly. And, you know, like I. To me, that is like the vision of college is that would be. Uh, you, totally. And, you know, like I used to feel like, oh, I wish I would have gotten training and like gone to some art school or whatever. Nah, but I, I would not trade my lifelong friends that I met in college and then just the experience because I do believe like every step of the, of your journey is like, there's a reason for it. Yeah. You know, so. A raging college experience. That, ah, it's so fun. To my students, I always try to actually encourage that now because I was like, if they're so fired up about this specific path, sure, great. But like a kid who's undecided, go wherever you want and have as much fun as possible. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to rush out of college. Like, stay there. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. so fun. Don't come yes. here. It was like, so, yeah, it was so much fun. I mean, taxes and jobs. Who cares, dude? Go stick, go, go play, go your party. Yeah, yeah. Go, go have fun. Go meet people. Yeah, just yeah. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And then what, what, what kind of, like, you were like, okay, I'm going to go on Broadway or whatever. So you're like, I have to go to New York. Is that what it was so, kind of, was just like, I'm going well, to New York. Then I was like, I was toy uh, like toying with LA and New York. Mm-hmm. I couldn't decide. And then I did a summer stock theater. Uh, do you know summer stock? Anyway, it's like yes, a summer I'm, theater yeah. uh, job. In the Northeast? or I did mine in the Outer Banks, North Carolina. Oh, party, dude. And so, yeah. I mean, it was so much fun. I, I, have I, never... lived, I like woke up, went to the beach all day, every day. Oh, my day, God. Came back, like, maybe a few days a week we had a dance class because I was a dancer in the show. Yeah. And then did a show at night and then, like, had a party. It was fun. It was perfect. It was, like, one of the best, most fun experiences of my life. But there I met, like, a handful of solid people, and I came up to New York to visit mm-hmm. uh, a boy. Uh-huh. Dig it. Of course, of course. Of course. Dude, every, every podcast I've done, it's always like, so yeah, then I made a whole life decision on this person. On a person yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, <laughs> so. that once I, when I got here, I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad yeah. I'm here. Well, you know? well, I'm in New York. Yeah. 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 But, I, but the New York thing, again, like I remember specifically where I was. I was in the West Village on McDougal Street. A buddy of mine had like an apartment the size of this porch with like three people living in it. Like I could touch the ceiling with my hand you know it was tiny yeah, yeah. Um, but we were sitting out on the stoop and I was like I just had that moment of like this is home like this feels like home so I was like alright New York it is oh that's, yeah. that's funny in McDougal Street like, on McDougal Street that's what yeah. it yeah you're like yeah. This is New York City. There's no question what, you know, like when yeah. you're in that area. I remember oh, yeah. being younger and being like, this is New York. Yeah, this is what I, I dreamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's the bar across? What's the bar? Like the wagon? Wagon? Oh, off the wagon. Off the wagon. Yo. I feel like I had like been playing beer pong or something <laughs> off the wagon. I've absolutely <laughs> recently played beer pong off the wagon. Yeah. yeah. It was like we were. It's like it's you like, haven't been to New York until you played beer pong <laughs> off the way. Yeah, for real, for real. Like, or 
or just any. I, I love the village so much. I know. I do oh, too. That's it's so fun. <laughs> I think, isn't it like, oh, it doesn't matter, but they're like neon or the, the, like the color, I can like see the color of the off the wagon um, beer pong tables too. There's something unique about them. Where yeah, like, I don't know. There's probably yeah, not there's a so lot much, of like so much actual beer. memories. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> All right. Did you um, did you do some like acting work in New York? Yeah, yeah. So so that was I came up here in 2004, and then I like went to class, and then just started doing a bunch of theater, and then I met a group of people. We did a show together, and uh, we like had such a good time working together that we collectively started a theater company that ran for like three years, and that was a cool experience. Um, and then I did a lot of like indie films that probably no one should ever watch. And then, so you like, <laughs> so you did that world. I did you the had, world. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've got an IMDb and all of the things. Hell yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. All right. Yeah, but I got to a point, and uh, I was, I don't know, I just kind of hit this plateau with it, and I was like, I did a show that I didn't want anybody to come to, because it was such a bad script, (laughs) and such a bad, like, direction, and I was like, why the hell am I doing this? Because I was just saying yes to things to feel like I was working, and I was like, I don't, I'm just not feeling this, you know, I'm not, I'm not... I'm putting in all this time and effort for work that isn't, I mean, I can do my part in terms of like creating the character, but I'm still using someone else's words and someone else's direction. And, and so then that's kind of when songwriting started happening was like, Oh, I can, did this coincide with the artist way? No. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Like I think like the second time that I did it, I remember specifically kind of slowly like making my transition mm-hmm. um but yeah i just i don't know i like woke up one morning after a brandy carlisle show actually nice. i went to see her and i like love her so much she's amazing and i was miserable the whole show because i was having extreme anxiety about the fact that i wanted to do that and i was too <laughs> too afraid to i was like And then legit the next morning I woke up, I was journaling and this like melody came in my head and I wrote my first song. Oh my God. And that was like the beginning of probably three torturous years of like, I want to do this. My heart's here, but I'm too scared to do it. Yeah. No. Have you ever written a song about this experience? About... I, 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 for some reason, you, I, I feel like, like Dear Brandy. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, like, I know. So I went to your show. So I changed my whole damn life. Isn't it amazing how like one show can be that yeah, powerful it's too, so right? Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Really cool. I was, this is not completely applicable, but I was thinking about this. I was really into music, checking out music, going to shows getting into guitar. I'm like, okay, I have to do guitar. I can do this thing, I think. Yeah. Checking out guitar, checking out guitar. And then I went to a, like, rock, super rock guitar show that was, like, these super just shredders, like Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, like, mm-hmm. nerdy, nerdy, nerdy <laughs> rock guitar, right? Okay. <laughs> and I don't, you just start to go down a path. <clears throat> and then... And I, my brother took me. I was like, yeah, I'm into guitar. I want to go. And he took me, and then we're chilling there. And he was like, he's like, dude. And he's not a musician. He's like, 
this is the weirdest place I've ever been. And I was like, why? What? What? And he's like, there's no girls here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and in that like moment and in that show, and I was like, I can never do this music. There's no, <laughs> no girls here. You know what I mean? And I was thinking about this last night because as soon as I get like super dorkily guitar, I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> This is this leads to a dark path. You know what I mean? So I was this thinking is about, not flattering. No, like I don't. This is I don't want to make music for total nerds. So yeah, that and I love nerds, but to to be the, there's moments where you have these shows and you start to think about it. So that's that's mm -hmm. such a powerful experience, Brandy Carlisle, and Brandy you were had anxiety. The show. I was like you, you having a panic attack <laughs> for a Brandy Carlisle show. I was like, yeah. there's nothing fun about this right now. <laughs> I was just like was like holding back tears. The whole time yeah Isn't that bizarre yeah so no that's i yeah it's it's i always say music is a language of emotions and mm -hmm. it like spoke to your soul and yeah. like changed your whole life yeah. your whole path i know well cool. that's cool i i'm glad to hear i have i my confession to you and this is deeper into the podcast because I do tell people I have like, I, well, I'm just generally into lying a little bit anyway. Like I, okay. <laughs> I, I can get off on a good little white lie, but like I tell people I've done the whole artist way, but I have never actually, it's, it's, it's very hard and disciplined. It's a lot of work. And yeah, it's yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like I always get stuck in the money part. There's a block there for me, which is probably why I'm not rolling in it. <laughs> what's the money part? Like there's a chapter on money. I feel like. Obviously, I've not done it because I it's like <laughs> a super block for me. I'm like, nope, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know We're not going to talk about my issues with money, okay? She has like such a spiritual slant like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get a little turned off by that to mm. me because I'm like, this is, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, uh, I, I need to, I need to do the whole thing. So I would, uh, yeah, I I'd be interesting to see how I do it now. Like, you know what I mean? Because you're always just, like, evolving and, well, hopefully. But, like, you're always changing. And I'd just be curious to see, like, the things that come up now, like, that are similar to the things that were back then. And then, yeah. like, and in different changed. ways. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Yeah, and I, I like that you got to do it with a group. Like, to me, that seems advantageous, like... It's cool, and like I remember, because there's one of the exercises. Maybe we even did it. I think we did it like at the group meeting, where it's like write a letter to yourself from your future self, mm. and then we turned them into the hosts of the of the group. And then like three months later, I get a letter in the mail from me, my my older self, and I was like just tearing, like crying. I was like, yeah. I. <laughs> Because, like, I love you, you know, like, really cheesy, but, like, really, no, like, so oh. heartfelt, yeah. Yeah. So those were kind of, like, cool things to do with the group because you can, you know, you get to do that. Okay. That's a fascinating. Yeah. Like a timed email maybe you could do, like, send this to me in six months. Right, yeah. exactly. And, it, yeah. yeah, it was, like, such great advice. I was like, wow, that that that's within me. Oh. <laughs> Like, oh, if you just get out of your head, you actually have some pretty sound advice. Yeah, that's that's good. You know what I was thinking, too, with your... I've done some shows. Um, mm -hmm. Do you... Being the road dog that you've become, do you see a similarity between how intense the experience is of being in a show to how intense it is maybe touring with Carrie? Like, did you 
is there a crossover there in your mind? How intense? Like, look, when you're when you, the, the theater world, first of all, oh, always oh. burns me out, man, because it's like you are inside of each other for like 16 hours a day. So many, it's like, I'm always exasperated by that part of mm-hmm. theater. Mm-hmm. Like the buildup to the show and the, the manufactured stress. It's not like, I feel like rock and roll is a little bit more like everybody fucking chill out. Yeah. But like theater's like, fucking do it right. Yeah, ah, oh, and, you it's, know what and I mean? it's always like, everything's always um, not like on the right timeline. Right, so it's always like the the last dress rehearsal, and it's like costumes still aren't made. Like you know, there's always that pre uh, opening night yes. where you're just like, how the fuck is how this, this going to come, come together? together? Yeah, yeah. And then it does. Yeah. And I I feel like I guess I feel like that sometimes with touring, where it's like there's just so much because we do. I mean, I don't have like a tour manager. I, I do it all. Yeah. And so like there's just so much work. <laughs> There's so much work that you're like, I don't know how, you know, you start, you get on the road and you're like, we still have 10 open dates. Like, <laughs> just waiting to hear back from these people, you know, so there, there's that aspect to it too, where it's like, how is this going to come together? How are we going to make it work financially? Like, you know, there's a lot of just non-response that you get and you're like, fuck man, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Am I begging people just, to just have the- me... The pure <laughs> intensity of it, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally, yeah. And then, like, when you're touring with someone, you're literally, you guys are like, pooping next to each other all, in truck all, stations. All the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like... Uh, you're like, okay, this uh, is a new level of... Uh, <laughs> a new level of intimacy, <laughs> Yeah, yes. exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's that, too. It's it, like, pre- it prepared you to be the road dog, yeah. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Totally. I don't know. In my mind, that was a thing just then. I don't even yeah. know if that's totally true. but Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, the road is, it's probably more stressful. But it's, dude, the road is where dreams come alive. Dude, I always say sitting at home is where dreams die. Yeah. When you're out there, dreams are coming it's, to life. It's kind of beautiful. And I guess, like, I'm, I'm grateful for the part of my personality that is like, that is like, I'm totally not prepared for this and I have no fucking idea what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do it, but I'm just going to do it because I want to. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you know, um, that's kind of what touring was because like, I had just released my very first EP. Like, I'm all self-taught, so I'm not like any kind of savant. Like, I'd never played outside of New York except for maybe in Johnson City and I was like, I think I want to play on a tour. Yeah. And then, And then you do it and like, what's the cool thing about that is like, Especially the way that we tour, which is, you know, in the beginning is like little coffee shops and house concerts and stuff like that. And when you're playing those smaller gigs, like you're meeting people, you're making so many connections and it's just like one door leads to another. Yeah. And yeah. And so now, yeah, it's a, it's a cool experience. I, I feel like I, that's the advice that I would give anybody if they're like, how do you do that? I'm like, you just do it. You just like you fucking just do it, Nike do baby. It because if I can do it with like zero experience and not even like, no one knew who the fuck I was, you know. And you just went on the road. And and I was like, so I want to tour. Yeah, I want to go play music other places. Yeah. And then one tour led to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, and next. So it's all about making those connections, you know. You did have to quit a job. Right, I mean, I eventually quit my. So yeah, I eventually quit my job last summer, August. Last August, I quit. 
yes, your amazing job. Yeah, that job was probably one of the reasons I was able to tour so much mm -hmm. <laughs> because it was a union job. I got like paid vacation. It was a waitressing job. It was part time. Dude, I'd be you, like, you guys, I'm gonna leave for the two months. Best job I've ever heard of in New York City. It totally was. Please, please. and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to force you into talking about this, but I want you to talk about yeah, it because it's fucking insane. It was, it and then your balls, your brass valva, or whatever the fucking. <laughs> You know, modes that came to you, and you're like, I'm quitting, I'm going on the road. I'm just fucking, you're a yeah. superhero, dude. It's fucking well, awesome. And you just said, you just have to do it. You, to have the, you, you did it, dude. And that's so awesome. So tell yeah. us about that job, only because I fucking love this job. So the job was a cocktail waitress at yeah. the W Hotel in Times Square. So I went to the W, I went to Times Square. Which is a posh ass three, hotel though. Three to four days a week, as, which as a New Yorker, you're like, I don't fuck, I'm gonna go to Times Square. <laughs> I went to Times Square. Like, that's how this job was. It was like, I gotta go to Times Square. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a part time waitressing job. We were in the union. So, you know, a lot of uh, restaurant jobs pay you like pennies and you just live on tips. So we got like, I had like a, I think I was making by the end almost $19 an hour plus tips. That's. And then it's union, Amazing. so we had Amazing. paid sick, paid vacation days. So then when I would go, and it was just so flexible, and everybody, most of the people that worked there were in some form of, like, art actors, whatever. And our management was really, like, supportive of our endeavors. So Dream gig. It was perfect because I could be like, I'm going to go away for three weeks or however long. And I could sprinkle in, like, sick days or vacation days while I was on the road. So it helped fund that. And then I got, once they became Marriott, it was like I got all Marriott deals. So we could stay in hotels for 40 bucks a night. Dang, Which is just like, Casey. I know, like, it's like saying so this, I'm like, awesome. why did I leave? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's probably not even a of course, now job it's, anymore, now right? It's so no, yeah, you, now it's you, closed. Yeah, so you timed it perfectly. Timed you were like, it perfectly. I'm out. Peace. I just like, you know, with that job, I got to a point where I was like, and, and this was years. Like when I was there, I was not happy. And I'm like, I'm spending over half of my week going to a place where I'm really fucking unhappy. Yeah. No. That, Is that worth it? You have to sell your soul a little bit to, yeah, I get it. I get yeah, it. You sold your so, soul and then you're like, it's not worth it. It's just not working for me. I mean, I was there. I did it for almost 10 years I was yeah. there for a little over nine years so I was like okay it's time it's time to take the leap and just see yeah just see what it. happens and I did it and that's dude you're an inspiration for all of us dude you did well it. and that Fuck honestly yeah. was one of my like not to sound cheesy but I one of the when I was going back and forth I was like I want to inspire other people to, yeah. like I want to be the person that shows other people that like it's possible you are and so that that was that for me was like a really good deciding factor I was like this is to inspire a, my coworkers who are also miserable a lot of the times not all yeah. of them but like to inspire them to like make changes if they if they feel like that's something that they want to do <laughs> I fucking applaud you, Casey Williams. I love that. That you you had like it's some um, and you did it. You had this crazy weird dream New York gig, but then you're like, ah, fuck this, I'm out. You know, and you followed your heart. That's yeah. 
That's why you are secret famous. Hopefully soon to be super famous. Oh, yeah, there you go. The only other gig that I always think of, I always think of that gig that you had. And then I have a friend um, who, <laughs> and uh, you're probably like a super animal lover. So this is a weird job, but it's just such a New York job, is he had to sit in a boat outside of JFK. Okay. And shoot guns at geese. So what? the geese didn't go into the plane. This is a post 9-11 world. He had a gun <laughs> at an airport, and that is actually his job. To shoot geese. And he didn't even have to kill them. It was more like he had to scare like, them. Like, you can't have the yeah, plane, can't obviously, into, the, into yeah. the engines. And you're like, that is... That's a job. That's, an, <laughs> <laughs> that's a job in New York. Like That is like, crazy. Isn't that crazy? Like, and, and he, same thing. He was like, man, this job is like... I get to be outside. I'm in nature. I, I feel bad about killing all these birds, but like, I don't know. Only in New York. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, it's time for Sucker Shred. So I'm glad you listened uh -oh. to the Cameron Mitchell one because this is my new game that I'm so psyched about. Okay. And since we're at Rockaway Beach, look, oh my, dude, look at your view, dude. I know. It's so great. Can we just give a round of applause for oh, Pat first? Oh, we love you, Pat. <laughs> we love you, Pat. And Pat... <laughs> Pat is the, we are the, we created this game together. Okay. Tell me about it. What are the rules? <clears throat> There's no rules, but I do want you to take strong stances. I don't want you to wishy-washy. It's either suck or it's shred. There's no sucky shred. You know Shit. what I mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're too nice. You're like, I kind of want to be in the middle. I'm like that person who like, if it's like strongly agree or strongly disagree, I'm like, Five. <laughs> like it's like one to ten. I'm like five. No, you maybe six. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny. My, uh, I have a friend who like you know even if you're if you're doing a debate and you could feel fifty one percent one way and forty nine. He's like no matter what you have to go commit to your forty nine percent if you're debating the other side. Yeah. So, in purposes of the podcast. Yes, I want you to be like, this is how I fucking okay, feel. Okay, all right, I'm going to do this. But, this is going to be a good exercise for me. But if not, you can, as we discuss the idea, maybe you change. Who knows? Okay, okay so Sucker Shred, specifically for you, Road Dog, long drives on the solo. Sucker Shred. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally not the answer I was getting. Like long drives by myself? How Suck. long is long? Let's say plus four. Oh, that's fine. That's nothing to you. That's nothing to me. I don't want to do like a 10-hour drive. Yeah, 10, 10, 10 is... Okay. But this a solid is, four... A actually, actually, a solid like four to six-hour drive, shred. Like I love being... I love driving. Because like my mind sort of relaxes and I can turn on my podcast or my music or just roll... Like I love driving. Yes. Yes. So shred. Depending on how many hours. So okay. that's see? No, that's good. What I'm saying? I said five. Uh, you say under okay. five, shred, plus five, suck. Suck. Yeah, that's good. I, I agree with you because I like I like a good drive. Mm -hmm. It's good for your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're. Huh? Something about it too, like the minute I get on the road, I just like. There's like this whole like giddy feeling that I have, and I'm like, I get emotional. I'm like, I'm just so grateful. <laughs> Oh, no, that's, I, I assumed you were just going to be like, shred, because you're like a road dog. I was like, you're, this isn't even a question, but the distinction. Yeah. yeah. Anytime it's like, oh, you got to like stop and stretch. And, yeah, yeah, you're like, know. this is too long, man. This or if you're like long. driving through Kansas, you're like, suck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Okay, Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa. Like if you're driving through that, Utah or like yeah, Arizona, Colorado, shred. Yeah, shred. Kansas suck. It suck. <laughs> it's mind numbing. You're like, Grr. all right. Well, good. Uh, this is a very specific for this moment. Uh, sucker shred cat sitting. And just so for the listener to be clear, Casey is cat sitting right now. Literally taking care of cats. So I don't know. What do you think? Sucker I mean, shred? It's shred. It's, it's easier than dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely easier than dogs, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. There's not, you know, they don't require much. I mean, s- cleaning out a litter box sucks because it always just smells. They have like ammonia level yeah, smell. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty bad, but it's pretty easy. It's shred. It's got to be the easiest. Shred, it's got to right? be the easiest. Yeah. What it's time? not like a gerbil where you have to clean out the, which I don't know anybody who has someone come <laughs> house. You're babysitting a seven-year-old's <laughs> gerbil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You got to come to my house and take like, care of this gerbil. Where would that even come from? Like, when's the last time anyone's ever, like, gerbil sat? Uh, yeah, it's been <laughs> since my elementary years, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. It's better than, ho- one time I did horses. Oh. Suck. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Via our email. <laughs> Injuries in your 30s. Sucker shred. Suck. <laughs> Specifically just, just in your 39s. I'm like, what the hell? What is happening? Why am I not healing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm drinking fucking celery juice, guys. You're like, I'm doing everything. Dude, I could so relate. Casey and I email. We were like, we're going to surf. We're going to get wet. I'm like, we're nursing this knee injury. You're like, I have an injury. This will not go away. I'm living like a fucking monk right now. I'm not drinking. I'm trying to do everything to like make my body just like. Like heal itself. And it's just like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that whole thing where they're like, your body starts getting older is real. I'm like, no, (laughs) not mine. And I'm like, fuck, this shoulder has been hurting for like four months now. <laughs> yeah, that one is just a song. And there's no way that was good. I don't know. I thought maybe you'd be like, you know, I could use it as an excuse to get a free drink or something. Or yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And then uh, setting up our song that we'll play everybody out with. How about Mexican fusion food? Sucker shred. 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 Just pure shred. Who doesn't like tacos? Although I will say I'm vegetarian, so most people are like, what? How? I don't get it. What's your obsession with, like, what do you eat in your tacos? So I'm tell like, us. you can literally put anything in some corn tortillas and wrap it up and throw some salsa on it. It's delicious. Mm. Please, yes. Tell us, tell us the inspiration, the creation, the, uh, oh. the timeline of taco wrap. Taco wrap. So. Rewind to Cinco de Mayo, like, gosh, probably four years or so. Um, I had booked a gig. What was the name of that venue? It was in the village. It's not there anymore. Uh, eh, I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, um, and, and so I had booked a show f- on Cinco de Mayo. Booyah. And I was like, back then, when I was like super inspired all the time, I'd be like, I'm writing a new song for every show, like just to have something new to play. That's a great exercise. It was yeah. a great exercise um, that I do not practice anymore. But I was like, all right, well, I'm doing a Cinco de Mayo show. I'm going to write about two of my favorite th- favorite things, tacos and margaritas. This is going to be great. And so I'm sitting there with my guitar. I'm kind of strumming, like 
I don't know, doing some sort of like melodic taco song. And I was like writing down like burrito and jalapeno and like all of the things Mexican Mm -hmm. food. And I was like, there's so many rhymes. This needs to be a rap. So then once I decided that I was a rap, it was like, it came like that. I think I wrote that in like an hour and a half. And then, so the original version was just acoustic guitar. And so the original version, yes, actually, I, it's funny enough that you asked this. I was going and cleaning out my computer and there was a video that someone had recorded of that. And it starts out, it started out actually with my acoustic guitar and it was like a little history about Cinco de Mayo. It was like, on the oh. 5th of May, we come to celebrate La Playa. La Botella, <laughs> I don't know, the Battle of Puebla. Yeah. And like, I give a little history of Cinco de Mayo and then I break out and rap. And at that show, it was like, I think I had Ryan on percussion and mm-hmm. actually Firth on piano nice. and someone on upright. And so they were kind of, j- so yeah, it's art. And when I play it live, it's just acoustic now. But I don't know why I decided to record it as a song. <laughs> you don't know why. I, I feel like I was like, I think. Caleb Hawley was actually, because he's the one who produced it. I feel like he called me one day and I was like, hey, man, Casey, I've been thinking about this taco wrap that you have. <laughs> I just think it's great. And I just think that, like, you should record it. And I was like, cool. Do you want to do that for me? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. So we recorded it in his, like, Harlem. You've been to the shed? I've been to the shed, yeah. Amazing. That's where the taco wrap was was uh, created. This makes me love it even more because yeah. I love Caleb, I love you, and you guys are making this taco oh, joint yeah. in his funky little Harlem yeah. abode there. Yeah, totally, totally. So we did that there, and then, of course, I'm like, well, we got to do a video. Yeah. The and video so, is amazing. So th- so then we did a video in, in Astoria. Uh, yes, Casey, I believe it only exists as a video, right? It is not on your Spotify. It's not on Spotify. But you can I link mean- directly on... CaseyWilliams.com. Yes, there is right? a place Just for that you can. Anybody listening to this, yes, actually, go to her you can go to CaseyWilliams.com forward slash taco or tacos, it might be plural, mm-hmm. and it brings you to a page that has like a place where you can download it and watch the video and buy a Taco Love Fest t shirt if you want one. Taco or tacos? Taco. Casey. Z- I think it's tacos. That's good for me to know. Yes. Killer. Or it might be taco wrap. I should probably look that up. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm going to promote myself, I should probably know where to send people. (laughs) Sorry, you're not in road shape right now. I get it. You're not like used to be like, here's this stuff. Go check it out. I totally, totally totally get it. Yeah. That's killer. Everybody should check out the video. It it is hilarious. Yeah, you can also just put Casey, like Google search Casey Williams taco wrap and boom, it shows up. That is true, because I did that as well. Mm-hmm. And if you just put your name into YouTube, I'm pretty sure it's the first thing that shows up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's killer. I love it. And then Fun. it's become your it's your thing. It's kind of my thing. Like you said, I've got like two parts of my personality. and So you have this heartfelt thing, and then you're like this aggressive oh, it's, rapper. I'm you're like, like Mystical or it's like, like the, fucking you know, Lil it's, John. It's like my song, Get the Fuck Out of My Way. Mm-hmm. Like these songs that like took no time to write and like not really like any emotional content (laughs) 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 and and then I'll have like this song about like loss and you know whatever and at the end of my show it's always 
man, I love that taco wrap. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know what, you That's do. what everybody says. Yeah. That's what everybody loves. And it's cool. I love it too. But Do you but. always close the show with it? If uh, yeah, if I play it, it's usually a closer because I know. Because if you're closing with it, then that's what the last little taste. Well, is. that's true. Try but, opening with it. I don't but know, I guess I like closing with it because I know that everything that I did before, if it was sucky, <laughs> this will shred. It, this will shred. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will shred them with this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This fucking room of dead people. I will bring yeah, them alive yeah, with their love alive, of Mexican food. They will food. remember me yeah. unless they're from Germany or the Netherlands. <laughs> oh, 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 dude, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I feel like Mexican food is catching on there, but yeah, their their uh, access to uh, like avocado is just not happening. It's just not like yeah, no. It, when I go back, I'm gonna have to think of something else to sing about. Like tacos aren't gonna be the jam. I don't know, man. Maybe bratwurst well, and that beer. Would obvi- yeah, yeah. But you're like spreading the word. You're a prophet of Mexican food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I gotta sell T-shirts. No, okay, dog. <laughs> I know. Maybe don't bring those T-shirts like, this time. Not a but lot of people's names taco. <laughs> no, that is true. <laughs> well, unfortunately for them, I could hang out with you all day. But if you can believe it, it's my first day of school, so oh, shoot. I have to go teach. Go learn. Go battle. It's The teaching is fine. It's just battling the uh, Van Wick back to our beloved Astoria. Oh, yes. So, Casey, I close every podcast with this question before I play everybody out with Taco Rap. Okay. Which I can now download at your website. Look at that. Beautiful. Um, yep. Tell me about the... what. Uh, we know COVID, but let's say in COVID, post-COVID world, mm-hmm. what is the... Tell us about the future. What, what are some of your... Plans, desires, hopes, dreams for the future of Casey Williams. Future of Casey Williams. Um, the letter that you'll receive in two years. To, I feel to five like. Years. Uh, I feel like. Obvi- pretty soon, I'd like to record a new album. Mm-hmm. So and have that out by next year. I've also recently been getting back into acting, which has been so much fun. Yeah, you mentioned and that. And like, yeah. um, That's awesome. being in Johnson City is, it's weird, but. <laughs> Like, it's weird to be back in your hometown, but at the same time, like, the community there is really cool and open arms, so I just want to, like, expand there, you know what I mean, and continue to grow there, and, um, and then, I don't know, like, something is pulling me towards some sort of holistic type of work. I don't know what that looks like yet, but I'm finding myself, like, passionate in, like, my spiritual growth and journey and I while I love touring and being on the road like it's not very sustainable all the time like you can't be there all the time or you could but it's kind of exhausting so like finding something else that I'm really passionate about that I can sort of rope into my whole like work as an artist like yoga or massage. What is, def- what is what is what is yeah? Yoga, what is holistic? Massage, like health coach. I don't know. I have like all of I. I would love to open up like a holistic spa in mm. Johnson City or something. Mm-hmm, eventually, mm-hmm. I've been learning about all these uh, different types of therapies that I just like want to bring to the world and like myself even. Um, I don't know yet. I'm 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 getting more passionate in terms of like learning about like food and preventative care and seeing, you know, family kind of go through some shitty health stuff. Mm, I'm like, I want to 
learn more and inspire people to pay attention to that type of stuff. Yeah. So I, again, like I'm not positive yet, but, but your heart I'm, is in I, that direction. My heart is there. I just don't know what it looks like yet. That doesn't surprise me because I really, I think of you Casey and I think of you're just like this sweet, sweet person. So that makes sense that you want to, you have this desire to help people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I could, I could, fully see you that and the reason i say yoga is because like casey is like straight up sitting in full <laughs> lotus or something i'm like she must be i'm like could never put my leg where your leg is right now like what the i'm like she definitely that i could is, see it yeah 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 well so, dude we'll see casey that's cool that's uh, when you listen to this in five years she'll be like oh look at this i opened a spa in johnson city yeah yeah that'd be really cool that's <laughs> awesome are you into like are you into um the healing stones, by chance. The stones. Is? Are you into those? No, I don't know. like the when or they sound like, baths. There's this is sound like, bath when you said whole, cool. holistic. Yeah. I'm like, this is such a huge. It's word. such a huge word. Yeah, and I mean the yogas a, and the breath works and the nutrition and it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a, it's a really big world. That's why I'm like, I'm not quite sure. I mean, the nutrition part world. of it. Like I've been noticing. You know, I get kind of frustrated with the way that we treat like like the food that is being served in hospitals and nursing homes where I'm like these people this is what you're feeding people who are trying to heal like musicians on call so I did musicians on call which is where I go to patients bedside and I play songs and I would often play the cancer ward and these people are like trying to heal from cancer and chemotherapy and they're fucking serving them like uh, meatloaf and mashed potatoes and jello and I'm like that is not healing yeah that's yeah. not healing so I'm really passionate about that so I just I don't know like if there's like a program that I would maybe start to get like better food in nursing homes or I I don't know I just don't know yet the vision will become it'll it'll come in laser focus yes. yeah yeah it'll you, come you have an idea you just have to keep learning and, yeah and like trust that whatever is meant like mm-hmm. you're meant to do I, I know that there's something calling me towards that I don't know what it looks like. So that's beautiful. I wish you all of the luck. Thank you. Uh, and I hope you continue to also share your music with the world, which I'm sure you will. Yes, that will continue to happen. That's the beautiful thing about music that it just it, it doesn't end. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't end. Yeah. And then like, who tunes. doesn't freaking like to travel? Like that's another huge passion. Is I'm like, I get to travel and play music. Cool. Cool. Perfect life. Double win. Hashtag winning. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, Casey Williams. Check her out. Listen to the taco rap. Thank you, Casey. Thank you. Give me love at any time to say When I'm craving something hot, then 
okay. Y'all, thank you so much. Casey is a sweet, sweet, cool human. And I'm still taking care of the cats. I'm still taking care of them. Anyway, check Casey out. It is, uh... Go buy her songs. Go check her out. Go see her on tour when she's on tour again. Everybody take care of your damn self. Be safe. Mucho love. Ooh.